Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yeah, I don't really care, uh, frankly, about uh, the XFL-USFL merger. I got to be honest with you. I mean, I dabbled in it for, you know, five minutes here or there. It never did a lot for me. I don't know about you. I I never got uh, invested in watching those, either of those leagues or their games. I just, I don't know what it is, but like, you know, in the springtime for me, I'm watching uh, the NBA and the Stanley Cup, and that's all I care about. I don't care about that stuff. And, you know, I'm not even bashing it. I like The Rock. I think he's cool. I think yeah. it's great what he's done for the XFL. I- I'm all for anybody working, having jobs, gigs, players, having an opportunity to perform or even to get picked up or signed by an NFL team or practice squad. I got no problem with it. I just don't get into it, and I don't risk money on it. I don't bet on it. I'm with you 100%. Uh, I got no problem with them having it. God bless them. Uh, If they want to go have their spring football league, I'm sure it does serve some purpose. There were a lot of guys who got shots at the NFL off of that league, right? A lot of guys were in training camps. A couple guys made rosters. So I think for that purpose, it's great. For me actually watching it and or betting on it, no. Uh, No. No. Uh, I I don't really want any part of uh, no. the spring football league i'm with you uh give me the stanley cup playoffs give me march madness uh give me you know i'm heavy in the golf in the spring we, yeah. you know with the masters and everything else going on there's like i got no time it's for, not even close. Uh, some xfl or, or usfl game that's for sure uh speaking of golf i know golf's been down for a few weeks scotty but everybody loves the Ryder cup i mean when the Ryder cup gets going the united states against europe starts tomorrow in fact starts uh on the east coast about 1 30 a.m tonight uh is when the Ryder cup tees off because they are in rome and it is six hours ahead uh we have uh, the united states trying to win on european soil for the first time in 30 years they have not won in europe since 1993 they will start tomorrow morning with the alternate shot uh, with the foursomes. They'll play the four balls in the afternoon. Here are, off the presses for you this afternoon, the matchups for that morning session, which we will all wake up to see the results to. Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns against Rahm and Hatton. Homa and Brian Harmon against Ludwig Aberg and Victor Hovland. Ricky Fowler is going to be with Morikawa against the Irish Bear and Sepp Straka and Xander and Patrick Cantley, who are always partners in this thing, are facing Rory McIlroy and Tommy Fleetwood. 
the thing that stuck out to everyone here, Scotty, clearly was they left Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas on the bench uh, for the first session and Brooks Kepka on the bench for the first session here in the morning. Well, why not? The season Thomas had, now they're hanging on past accomplishments and past glory, and he's been great in the Ryder Cup, fair enough. But his season was disastrous. I'm still trying to figure out who in their right mind would take a guy that played as badly as he did all season long. I, I don't want him anywhere near it. That's just me. Like, I'm not going with some guy that's spraying balls all over the course, hitting stands, fans. He can't hit a green, can't hit a putt. And now all of a sudden he's going to win the, the Ryder Cup? I'm sorry. Now, look, I, I want them to win like you do, but they are up against it here. Rom is a badass. So is Hatton. Hovland is incredible with Ludwig von Beethoven. I, the Irish bear, he loves this stuff. You, he, they might as well call him Skins. I mean, your boy, you get him going on some match play, I guarantee you there's money falling out of his pants. And Rory and Fleetwood Mac, I don't even give us a chance. Honestly, I, like well, Homa and, and Harmon, Butch Harmon, I mean, honestly, like, are you kidding me? Seriously. Well, it's got to be Europe. Look, uh, we uh, we welcome in all of our radio affiliates from coast to coast uh, on a Thursday. Sirius XM 159 Sports Byline. Great to have you with us. Of those four matches, United States only favorites in one of them on these opening lines, and that is Xander and Cantley are favored over Rory and Fleetwood. That is the only matchup where the United States is favored. Uh, are you of those kidding four me? Early I mean, honestly, shots. you're the well, golf. Cantley, you're yeah. the golf guru. Yes. You have got to be kidding me that you're going to take those two, your boy Vanilla Cantlay, garage door Cantlay, his personality. You're taking him over Rory playing in Rome. Are you kidding me? I would. You're not beating him in Rome. And odds to win the whole thing. Now, for the last six months, the Americans have been favored. Um, not anymore. Europe now even money to win the Ryder Cup. United States plus 110. The draw 11 to 1, uh, which of course is possible. Doesn't happen often, but it has happened before. United States are the holders as we... They were minus 180 six months ago. And now they're plus 110 uh, going into tonight. So tell me what's going to happen here. Am I crazy that you don't take that even money with Europe? Uh, I, look, I think 1 through 12, I feel like the United States is a, 1 through 12 is a little bit better, but I think Europe has guys that, like you said, Rory and Rom, Hovland is on fire right now. Dude in practice this morning made a hole-in-one on a par 4. That's 16. It's a 305-yard par 4, Scotty. The dude what? sank it on one shot in practice this morning, Victor Hovland. He is on fire he's right new now. Rory. It's very tough to get. He's he's really good. Now, Rory's got a lot of pressure on him. I played this yesterday, and I figured we had a little extra time today. I brought it back for you to see it. Sweet. Rory's been very vocal about the, about the live stuff. We know that. I figured he would have let it go, being Ryder Cup week, but of course not. Once again, he had to bring up that all the guys that aren't there, Ian Poulter and uh, Sergio and all the guys who aren't part of the Ryder Cup. Here's Rory. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's certainly a little strange not having them around. Um, 
but I think this week of all weeks, it's going to hit home with them that, you know, they're not here, and you know, I think they're going to they're going to miss being here more than than we're missing them. So, and that's I'm not saying that that's like like it's a, it's just more. I think this week is a realization that you know the decision that they made has led to not being a part of this week, and that's you know that's that's tough, and you know the. The landscape in golf is ever changing and more dynamic, and you know we'll see what Are happens and whether they'll be now. a part of it in the future. But um, yeah, you know I always thought <laughs> leading up to this week, it's when it's yeah. going to hit home that you know that the, that they're well, not going to be here. This is so ridiculous that I'm listening to this now. I'm a Rory fan, but he is just absolutely tripping. I mean, are they not sleeping with the enemy now? They become lovers. Yes. they're going into business together. Whether you like. A Saudi Arabia or not, I don't give a rat's ass. All I know is leaving off the greatest players in the world and you're still in business with them, to me, is right. absurdity. It really is. Like the fact that those guys aren't playing to me is an absolute joke. And it's just backstabber city. And he could say whatever he wants there. On Sunday, if it's close in those singles, he's going to wish he had Sergio and Ian Poulter. Instead of Sepp Straka, uh, you know, and Lud and uh, Nikolai Hoygaard. He's going to wish he had Sergio and those guys on Sunday if it's close. Like. I think the whole thing is ridiculous. Petty. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. The BetMGM uh, 1500 first bet offer is massive. People are talking about it everywhere on the streets, at games, in church. It's just gigantic. It's for all new BetMGM account users. You're going to love it. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android at the Play Store or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up. Deposit into your new account at least 10 bucks. And rock and roll. Place your first wager and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if the bet loses. So if you bet like $750, you are going to get $750 back. You bet $1,000, you get $1,000 back. You bet $1,500, you are going to get $1,500 in bonus bets right back if the bet loses. You are styling with this. You can't lose. If the bet does lose, 
you win. Your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. I think you're going to love it. Uh, all right, college football, you got to be kidding me. We got a trifecta tonight. We certainly do. We have a trifecta along with the NFL game. Three games in college. Let's take a look at what we have. Middle Tennessee State, the Blue Raiders. What? Heading to Western Kentucky to take on the Hilltoppers tonight. Western Kentucky, this is now at seven, Scotty. A seven spot for Western Kentucky and a 60 and a half total. Temple visits Tulsa, minus three and a half for the Golden Hurricanes. That total is now at 55 and a half still. And Jacksonville State visits Sam Houston State, minus seven for Jacksonville State and a 36 and a half total uh, on that game. Very, very low total. Yeah, Marenzi's all over the under in that game. I want nothing to do with that Me game. Too. I did roll the other two out and bet them. Look, uh, Tulsa at home. I like the Hurricane as well here, laying three and a half. Uh, they've beaten Temple senseless several times in Philadelphia at the link. They beat them in Tulsa. Uh, the last couple of times they played them in Tulsa. Let's see if they can do it again tonight. I laid the three and a half. And then... Uh, I did the, the Western Kentucky high-risk lay of six and a half. I think this game could get crazy. I won't deny that I'm a little timid on it. I was worried about, you know, Middle Tennessee covering that number. Uh, I just think Western Kentucky in Bowling Green at home uh, by a touchdown, it's going to be hard, right? So I did it, I bet it, and I'm uh, nervous about it. I won't deny uh, I'm on all totals tonight, actually. I like the over in that Western Kentucky game. They score a lot of points. I like the under in the Tulsa Temple game. I, I think Tulsa will kill them, but none of these teams have gone over this number this year. Temple, all four games, under 55 and a half. Tulsa, three out of their four games, under 55 and a half. I just feel like it's a game where there won't be that many points. Temple went over. And I like the under in the Miami. last game, too. Temple went over with Miami. Uh, well, it, was, it was 46 and a half. They went 40, 48. Yeah, it, in a couple of plays. Yeah, it was 48 and a half early in the week when we grabbed. Uh, I lost that. It was a grab over. early in the week at 48 and a half. Uh, Jacksonville right. State and Sam Houston State, I like the under as well uh, for that one. So that's where I sit because uh, they held BYU to 13 points. They held Air Force to 13 points. They can't score, but they got pretty good defense, uh, Sam Houston State, despite being 0-3. Uh, so that's where I'm going to sit tonight with them. Lots of totals for me. All right, a few games for Saturday. Uh, we'll, of course, run through every game uh, that matters tomorrow. But let me give you a few of the heavies. Uh, we will start with USC uh, visiting Colorado uh, coming up. Of course, Dion finally losing, Scotty, uh, getting thrashed in Eugene at Oregon. Now they have the Trojans coming to their place. Again, big numbers, 21.5 for the spread, 73.5 for the total. Yeah, look, I'm a little leery because they, they couldn't cover against – uh, Arizona State, and it was a lot bigger. It was 34 and a hook or whatever, and the game was in Tempe. This one's – so on the road, they didn't get it done. They won the game, didn't didn't cover. We're all about covers here. Now they're in Boulder at Folsom, and they're laying 21 and a hook. First of all, the number's dangerous to begin with. I got to win by 22. You get the gist of it. I will say this. I think Colorado's defense is ass – 
They're, I mean, it just, they have no defense. Uh, they have a couple of big hits in every game. I, you know, a couple of cheap shots in every game. They, they got some hitters. I'll give them that. But overall, my consensus on their defense is, is that it's porous at best. So I don't see how they stop Caleb Williams from throwing for 350 yards and at least three touchdowns. So there's your 21 right there. And I need, I need that Trojan defense, which they get after the quarterback. I, I don't think they have a great defense either. But the one thing that they do well is they get to the quarterback and rough up quarterbacks. I think Shador Sanders is going to be running for his life again on Saturday like he was at Outson. I think the Trojans are still the play. I do too. Uh, I think they are as well. Uh, especially, like, even that number is so big. Like, Colorado didn't contribute uh, when the game last week in Eugene. That was another 70 total. We thought Colorado would be able to score some points. They didn't. So that makes me nervous that they're once again not going to contribute uh, there. Michigan hits the road for the first time this year. They are going to Lincoln to take on Nebraska. Michigan, of course, Scotty, uh, they've been kind of eh. Uh, you know, they've won all their games, but it's been eh. You know, they haven't really pounded anyone uh, big time. They're laying 17 and a half on the road here against the Huskers. 39 and a half now the total. I told you last week I didn't think Nebraska would cover the 20 and a hook against Louisiana Tech. I think Michigan's on another level than Nebraska. I think Matt Rule is doing his job well in Lincoln, and he has to start from, you know, death knoll. They were death knoll when he got that job. I thought Frost left a lot of blood on the floor, right? So he has to build it up again. You cannot expect the Huskers to be a winner this year and win a bunch of football games. The fact that they've won a couple games uh, is, I think, progress, right? But now they're running into something a little different. Now, I am leery with the number at 17 and a half because Michigan's scoring 30 a week. That's all they're doing. It don't matter who they play, they score 30. And 30 ain't very far from 17 and a half. So I'm worried about the 17 and a hook. But if I had to, I would lay it against the Huskers. Right now, tonight, I'm going to say, I still think Michigan wins this game by 20. Uh, and you mentioned they score 30 every week. I'm hoping they score 30 again as well because that means I'll get over. I think that 39 and a half, I think Michigan can come close to it by themselves uh, and get over I'd that number I'd rather bet on that Saturday. than the so spread. I'd rather They're, bet the over than I, the I agree. Spread. Yeah, I think they can get in the 30s. They have every week. Alabama visits Mississippi State. Uh, so, of course, they beat Ole Miss last week. Now they hit the streets to Stark Vegas. 14 and a half. They're laying on the road. 47 and a half is the total. Now, look, I'm not going after Alabama again, Scotty. They hit me over the head last week. But one of these weeks on the road, the kid's not going to cover a number, uh, that quarterback. He ain't going to cover some two-touchdown number on the road one of these weeks. I don't know if it's this week, but I'm staying away. Listen, uh, I got to be honest with you. Since Mike Leach died, I think Mississippi State died with him. I think they're awful. I think Alabama spanks them. Uh, battle of unbeatens in Austin in the Big 12. Uh, Kansas comes calling to take on the Longhorns here. Uh, and another heavy number for you in this matchup, Scotty, as we got 16 and a half for the Jayhawks, 61 and a half the total. Kansas beat them in Austin two years ago, but this Texas team is a lot better. 
Yeah, I think they're way better. They're dangerous. That number's enormous for two good teams. But Texas has been annihilating everyone they play. No matter what the final score might be, they have shown everyone uh, that they play that they mean business and they're better than everyone they play, including Alabama. So I got a hard time believing Kansas is going to go in there and win. Will they cover 16 and a half? I mean, you know, that that might be a, a, a try. That might be a, a, a nice try yeah. to take the 16 and a half of Kansas and get lucky. But I still think Texas is 20 points better than Kansas. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Adam Kaplan is our NFL insider. You catch him on Coast to Coast all the time, and you see him on Sports Grid all the time because he's the man. You can follow him at Kaplan NFL on X and social media. Let's start with key injuries going into week four. Why don't we kick it off in New Orleans with the Buccaneers and Saints game? That's right. So this is obviously a huge game, divisional game. These two teams are heated rivals. Jameis Winston set to start for the first time Pharrell in over a year. His last start was against the Panthers, the Panthers a year ago, September 25th, 2022 for Jameis Winston. Uh, Derek Carr, uh, he's got the right shoulder sprain. They're hoping that he improves enough to start the following week, but it's going to be Jameis Winston. Uh, that that That's one part of it. Then the, big, the other big story, Alvin Kamara comes off his three-game suspension. He's back. He served it. He'll be back in the lineup. That's big. They need him. They have not run the ball particularly well uh, this season without him. So they're going to get him back. Now, for the Bucs, they've got a lot of injuries coming out of the, the Eagles game and that loss on Monday Night Football. Carlton Davis, their best corner. This is big here. He's set to play barring a setback. He's got a toe injury. He took all of his normal reps today. But his mate next to him, Jamel Dean, he got hurt in the third quarter, did not return with a neck and shoulder injury. He has not done anything yet. If he doesn't practice tomorrow, he won't play. That's big. They're not very deep a corner. The Eagles took advantage of Dean when he that absence when he left the game. And here's another big one, and this impacts the Saints' ability to run the football. Vita Vea, not only is their best run stopper, one of their best defensive players, 
He's had this pectoral injury for a couple of weeks. He did not look right for, I think, one of the many reasons why the Eagles run all over the Bucks defense, which normally teams don't do. It's because Villa was not healthy with pectoral injury. He hasn't done anything so far this week. We'll see what happens tomorrow. That's another reason why that, how that could impact this matchup. By the way, the Saints are three and a half. The over-under is 39 and a half. And the Bucks' offense, for all, did not look good. Uh, that worries me. And the Eagles' off, uh, defensive line annihilated the Bucks' offensive line. The Saints have one of the best D-lines in football, and they rightfully should be three-and-a-half-point favorite. I mean, their defense is sick. Uh, even though they lost at Lambeau 18-17, they still didn't oh, give up choked. 20 for the 11th game yeah. in a row. They got a defense. This whole thing, to me, uh, they lost because famous Jameis couldn't get it done, and Carr got injured. And the fact that they're getting Kamara back certainly helps their offense. I think they look relatively dangerous. What is the deal with Carr and the shoulder? Yeah, so it's his right throwing shoulder. He's not done anything yet. He, the, the only question would be this week is could he actually dress as an inactive third quarterback or be the backup? But Carr would actually have to do something tomorrow and also participate in the walkthrough for him to even be able to dress. So James has taken all the reps as a starting quarterback, and, and that's the way that they're going to approach this. And, again, it's been it's been over a year. Remember, he got hurt week three, and Andy Dalton came in and did a really good job. In fact, Dalton looked tremendous uh, against the Seahawks last week. The Panthers, unfortunately, lost so many defensive players in that game, they couldn't handle it. But this is a big game for that division, no question about it. Uh, in week four, usually don't get a lot of big matchups this early in the season, but this is a huge one. Uh, Ravens and Browns at the pound. Some good news for the Ravens, finally? Yeah, because you and I have been lamenting down seven or eight starters each week, but Ronnie Stanley, their left tackle, started working this week. Marcus Williams, now this is pretty big. The thought was he might miss five or six weeks, but not only did he start working yesterday, Pharrell, he took all of his reps today, his, his first-team reps. So right now he's trending towards being able to play, and Tyler Lindenbaum, the starting center, also working for the second straight day. But OBJ, Odo Beckham Jr., has not practiced over the last two weeks. He's missed five straight practices. It doesn't look good for him. And Rashad Bateman, who starts opposite him, he's got a hamstring injury. He has not practiced. You know about his injury history. Good player, but he gets hurt a lot. That obviously hurts them. Nelson Aguilar, veteran receiver, could play inside or outside. He, he's going to see a lot of playing time in this game. And Cleveland comes into this game very, very healthy. But now, let's, let's call it like it is. Cleveland is terrible historically against the Ravens since – since the Browns moved to Baltimore, the Ravens are 35-13 and 13 against the Browns. So that, that tells you about their dominance. But the, the, nobody playing better football right now, the best pass defense in the National Football League Browns. was Cleveland Browns. Yep, yeah, incredible. There's, there's no doubt about it. This is a different game altogether. I don't care about the pass. They got a defense now. They mean business. Yep. Uh, and, you know, the Steelers have that pass rush too. So – you know, they all talk about the Ravens and the Bengals. The Bengals look awful, and the Ravens are so banged up. I'm not surprised they lost to the Colts. Uh, it's these other two defenses, Cleveland and Pittsburgh, that I'm interested in. Eagles, Commanders, let's go to that game at the dump in Landover. Yeah, the Eagles had 12 players listed on their injury report. This one is actually in Philly. And, and last year when they were in Philly, it was a primetime game. The Eagles kept turning it over. It's a very odd game. They, they suffered a bunch of injuries. Dallas Goddard got hurt in that game, and they, they wound up losing that game. But when they played in Washington last year in Landover, they had nine sacks. What's unbelievable is, guess what happened? That was week three last year. Week three, last week, Sam Howell, nine sacks. I don't know how the heck that happens. That'll probably never happen again. But 
Here's my one concern with the Eagles. Yes, they played a great game, no doubt about it. They're one of only three teams undefeated in the National Football League. But they, they have four safeties on the roster. Two have not done anything this week. And that worries me. Sidney Brown, the rookie, their third-round pick who they love out of Illinois, has got a hamstring problem. And Justin Evans, oh, Pharrell, this guy was a former third-round pick of the Bucks in 2017, been hurt a lot in his career, missed three straight seasons due to injury. He's been starting for the Eagles. He has a neck injury. He has not been cleared yet. So that does worry me a little bit. Uh, and, and Reed Blankenship, their best safety, came back from a ribs injury last week. In fact, he had that big interception Monday night against Baker Mayfield. So right now, the only healthy safeties, a former Steeler, Terrell Edmonds, and Blue Reed Blankenship. But other than that, the best D-line in football, they're the best run defense in football, they're playing yeah. very well. And, and the Washington offensive line was horrendous. Yes, Hal did not play well against the Bills. But their offensive line is not very good. It's bottom five. That's never good when you're going against a nasty defensive front like the Eagles. Yeah, and I, I thought the game was in uh, – I was under the impression it was in Landover. It is at the link in Philly, and that changes everything <clears> – <throat> excuse me, for me. <clears throat> excuse me. I think that Philly at home, at the link, super dangerous. Uh, I thought they looked terrific at – overall at Raymond James on Monday night. And I think they're – you know – like the Bills starting to kind of turn the corner for me. Mm -hmm. Kansas City looks like they've found their way as well, and now they start rolling forward. I don't see you – know, I watched that Commanders team against Buffalo at the dump. They looked Terrible. like they were from the landfill, and Sam Howell was <laughs> awful. So I'm He's not strong. buying their chances yep. against that team in Philly. All right, let's talk about tonight at Lambeau. It's a fun game, and this is hard to believe. And I can't remember the last time this happened, but the Lions, folks, they open up as a one-and-a-half-point dog, but now, as we speak, they're a two-and-a-half-point favorite over under 45. Boy, it, in this league, it's all about you how you handle success. The Falcons did not handle their 2-0 and success. They got handled in Detroit last week. The Lions bounced back from that, that loss. They played very well against Atlanta. And now they play on the road here. Now, right now, they expect to get their left tackle, Taylor Decker, back from his high ankle sprain. He missed the past two games. And David Montgomery, barring something unforeseen in pregame warm-ups, is going to be active. He's got that right thigh bruise. He missed the last game, and that's big that he comes back. Now, I give them credit. Both starting safeties were out last week. It did hurt them against a bad Atlanta passing game. Uh, Brian Branch started. He's been terrific, by the way. One of the best rookies in football. He, he had a great training camp. He could play slot corner. He was their nickel. Now he's starting at safety. The Lions have not had a winning record on the road since 2017. But last year, if you recall, in week 18, they went into Lambeau in that Sunday night game, the last game in the regular season, and they knocked off the Packers, knocked the Packers out. They're a really good football team. Yes, they're the darling. I picked them to win the division back in May. Uh, they look pretty good. The, the Packers, look, I give them credit. They were down 17-0. Somehow they came back to win. The Saints choked that game. You know, Jordan Love, he's not turning over. He's got seven touchdowns and one pick. But he's been very inaccurate, 53% completion percentage. But he's missing too many routine throws. He missed Luke Musgrave, one of their two rookie tight ends, for a big play. Could have been a touchdown down the seam. That does worry me a little bit. But the positive news is Christian Watson, barring something, something unforeseen in pregame warm-ups, We'll be back from his hamstring problem. You know, he's had a lot of hamstring problems, but he's a very good football player. He's not, he's yet to play this season, but this is big for getting him back. And by the way, the Packers do not have a veteran receiver tight end, which I think is a little bit risky, but they're a good football team. I mean, just the fact that they get Jones back is enough to get that, that place too. stirred yep. up. 
Yep, yep. And I, I do like the Packers, by the way, to win this game tonight. Now, they're banged Whoa. up the offensive line. Two, two starters are out. Two starters are out. Bakhtiari, their left tackle, won an injured reserve within the last hour. Uh, they, they, they've got uh, another. They've got one other lineman out, and then they got another guy who's questionable. That does worry me a little bit. But getting Jones back, you just nailed it. They have no juice in that backfield without him, and, and also he's dynamic in the pass game. Dylan's a pounder; he could close the game for them. Uh, but other than that, this is a very even game, and this is going to be a fun game. To, this is this is going to be a fun game tonight. I know people talk about Frell. Thursday night games are duds. I don't see that tonight. This should be a barn burner tonight. Well, so why do you like, honestly, because Jones is back? I mean, over Goff and this Lions attack, why why are you taking them? And I won't deny, I think Love has been relatively successful. Seven TDs, one pick. I can live with that. The comeback, I think, was great for his confidence. But why uh, so confidently uh, you are into the Packers? It's very tight. It's very, this this is to me a pick 'em game, but I don't like the fact that the Lions all of a sudden are a, a a two and a half point favorite. But the big thing here is, if you just really look at it, Packers at Lambeau, it's hard it's hard to beat them. Yes, the Lions did it for the first time in a long time late last season. It, again, it's very even. I just feel like the Packers in the spot are the team to go with here. So tomorrow, Cap will be on with all of the rest of the skinny from around the league getting ready for pain day Sunday, and he'll go through a litany, all of his picks for the games on Sunday, including the great matchup in Buffalo between the Dolphins and the Bills. Adam, I look forward to it. Thank you. Great stuff today. Thank you. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. All right, Carver High, I know that uh, these day ball games have been going on, and uh, the White Sox won that game uh, earlier, 3-1 over Arizona. They didn't need that. Oakland beat Minnesota. That doesn't matter. They're in 2-1 A's. Detroit 8-0 in game one. Detroit 7-3 in game two. Bottom eight in Comerica in the Motor City. And Milwaukee, I'm watching the game, top six, up 2-0 on the Cardinals. 
Cardinals have a runner at first with two outs, but they haven't done anything in this game against the Brewers. Yeah, uh, the Diamondback lost, Scotty. Obviously, the most significant thing from the afternoon. They had a chance to put themselves literally on the doorstep. Uh, Cub lost tonight away from clinching uh, a playoff spot in the National League. Their number uh, to clinch is still the magic numbers, two for them to clinch a playoff spot. And they play Houston this weekend. Uh, and the Astros clearly are going to have something to play for as well because last night uh, they did beat the Mariners 8-3 to let me tell you about a few of these things Mauricio Dubon for the Astros getting it done they take two out of three in Seattle on AT&T Sportsnet Southwest ball drilled deep to left field all the way back to the wall gone Mauricio Dubon a three run jack of the Astros up four you know, it is amazing that we had talked about this, that they had lost five of six to the Royals heading to Seattle. And I said to you over and over, I'm like, their, their DNA is championship DNA. Uh, they're not afraid to go up there and get it back on against Seattle. And they beat them both games, right? right. Am I tripping? No, you're not tripping. And, and here's the thing about this. Uh, and you're, when you're all these other teams in the American League, like the team you want out is Houston. Because take a look around, Scotty. I mean, all these other teams, they don't have the championship pedigree that the Houston Astros have. And it changes this American League playoffs if Houston gets in. Because honestly, I think they can go back to the World Series. I, I really do. I think that they're just in a position of they just got to get in and they can get back there uh, with the team that they have. Without a doubt. And then uh, what's been amazing for me, and I talked about this with Craig Mish, is that Texas has somehow withstood all of the problems with losing, yes. uh, you know, two aces and DeGrom, Scherzer. They went and did that deal for Scherzer, and then he blew out. And the fact that they're holding on with Montgomery, who's going tonight, and the rest of that staff, Bochy's done a hell of a job. But you cannot deny the Astros in the postseason, in the playoffs, no matter where they play and with the pitching they have and Verlander on top of that cake, they're dangerous as hell. Dusty's boys are dangerous, even though it appears that there's better teams out there. I'm not so sure. Uh, so the situation is Rangers beat the Angels 5-0. So that with the Houston win last night means the Rangers have a two-and-a-half game lead on Houston. Uh, Rangers have four to play. Houston has three. Seattle four back of Texas in the West. They start a four-game series with the Rangers tonight in Seattle. From the wild card perspective, Seattle now a game-and-a-half out of Houston. They need to win tonight, Scotty. Yeah. They need to make that one going into the weekend with three to play. Because if they lose tonight and right. it's two with three to play, that's tough. They're not, I don't think they're getting over that hill. Yeah, and, you know, Carver had the, the pressure on them after they just blew the games against Houston. And they really got rocked last night, 8-3. They're frustrated. They cannot afford to lose. That kind of pressure uh, is, to me, different than having to go win somewhere or having to have a successful series somewhere or at home or road or whatever. I'd rather, you know, can we go get it done? Then we have to win. Well, they had to win against Houston and they didn't. 
And look, we'll put the Blue Jays in the mix here, too, uh, because the Blue Jays are 87 and 71. They've lost now to the Yankees. Uh, last night, Garrett Cole finished off his Cy Young season, a complete game, two-hit shutout. The Jays are almost virtually even. They're a half game up on Houston, depending on what they do tonight. They'll either be tied with them or a game up, and also a game, uh, one game flat on Seattle. Toronto's not out of the woods, Scotty. They're really not, especially with the way that they've stumbled around this week. They play Tampa this weekend to close the season out. So Tampa, Tampa's going to have a say in whether the Blue Jays are going to make it or not, uh, especially if Toronto loses tonight to the Yankees. Well, last night uh, they kicked their ass, right? And the night before. So, yeah. look, where is the series with the Jays and Tampa going to be played? The Jays-Tampa series is in Toronto this weekend. They are in Toronto. Well, that gives them, like, some kind of relief and edge. And I also think that so. they don't have to face Glass now, who pitched last night. And uh, I, I think they're going with uh, – aren't they going with Bassett down tonight? I mean, he's not going to be pitching this uh, weekend. Yes. Tampa's uh, better Bassett than tonight. Tampa's better than Toronto. Uh, but, you know, like I said, there's a lot of – there's a lot of maneuvering here. You know, Tampa can kind of decide. They can lay down and want to play the Blue Jays uh, starting Tuesday in that wild card series because you got to remember, if they beat up on the Blue Jays, they might play Houston uh, on Tuesday. And that's a whole – I think that's a whole different situation. I'd rather be playing Toronto at home than playing Houston uh, if I was the Tampa Bay Rays. So I'm interested to see how this plays out if Toronto loses tonight. And they go in uh, basically even with the Astros uh, starting this weekend, especially if Seattle wins so, as well. Very listen, interesting. Tuesday and Wednesday, I had I just played two because I told you these baseball bats have been disastrous and dangerous yeah, and scary. I played Tuesday night. I played Tampa at Fenway. They were up seven nothing. They won nine seven. Boom, that hit. I went back to the well with them last night with Glass now, and they won five nothing. Boom, that hit. I think they're a good team to bet on and make money. Yeah, uh, they absolutely are. On the National League side, you spoke a lot about this with uh, Scoot Mish earlier. Marlins split the doubleheader at City Field against the Mets. They needed this second game. They were facing Senga. It was tied late. Yuri Gurriel getting it done on Valley Sports Florida. Well, Marlins a chance to really get some runs here. Uh, that was gigantic uh, because uh, I knew a lot of people that were talking in my ear saying, uh, I want to bet on Senga because of the fork ball and all this other stuff. And then yeah. they had killed him in the first game in the day, right? And then they got this guy that is so filthy pitching at night. I thought it was absolutely gigantic that the Marlins beat him. They needed that. Uh they needed that. And the other thing that's helped the Marlins out is the Cubs can't get out of their own way the last two nights. Uh, two nights ago, I'm sure you saw uh, Suzuki drop the fly ball in right field that allowed the Braves to come around the bases and win that game. And then last night, Cubs have a lead again in the ninth inning. And Marcelo Zuna, big fly, Valley Sports South. Ozuna now. Ozuna hits it high. Oh, he hits out. it deep.
with that total, too. He just tied his career high with 37 homers, and the Braves now four away from the single-season home run record as a team. I mean, honestly, and they never lose either. And uh, I got to tell you, the Cubs are in big trouble. Uh, you know, like the Brewers are winning today. And everybody's like, oh, the Brewers, yeah. they got nothing to worry about. They're already in. They want nothing more, in my view, than to cut the heads off of the Cubs in Milwaukee this weekend. Yep. And they might be able to do that, especially if the Cubbies lose tonight to Atlanta. All right, let's show you what we have. A few games, some of them very significant, as we just talked about. First of all, uh, this game doesn't, of course, mean anything. The Pirates are in for Philadelphia against the Phillies tonight. It'll be Ortiz and Wheeler. Phillies minus 250. I, I took the Pirates last night, Scotty, thinking that the Phillies would, like, be drunk from the night before. They're all on the field celebrating, making the playoffs. But they sat everybody Except Bryce Harper. What did Bryce Harper do late in the game? Hit a huge bomb and won the game for the Phillies. Uh, so, like, you just, that's how it goes. Pirates couldn't take care of business for me. <laughs> yeah, and they, and they won't take care of business tonight either with Oviedo. I think the Phillies still beat them. Uh, Baltimore knocking on the door of clinching the AL East. They have Dean Kramer tonight with the Red Sox in town. Sale going for them. Minus 125 for Baltimore, plus 105 for the Sox. Seven and a half. Yeah, coffee and Kramer. It's champagne night at Camden. They're going to win, and they will clinch tonight and be drinking. Uh, the Red Sox are toast. Marlins need it before they play the Pirates this weekend. They have one more at City Field. Jesus Lazardo against David Peterson. Marlins favored minus 135. Mets plus 115, seven and a half. I love Lazardo tonight. I got to be honest with you. I, you know, the Mets have played a lot better over the last month. That's fine. The Marlins need to go get it done. This is not a, oh, we can't afford to lose. This is, we have Lazardo going. Let's beat this bum Peterson in New York and then go finish this thing off and get rid of the Cubs with the Brewers' help. Uh, Blue Jays now really need this one after losing to the Yankees the last two nights. They have the Bassett Hound going. Weaver goes for the Yankees. Toronto's minus 185, eight and a half is the total. Now, I got to tell you, like, I know he hit home runs last night, and I know Cole was amazing, and he's got the Cy Young. But hearing Judge say it's just been a nightmare, uh, it's dragged yeah. on like a living hell, I don't think that does him any good uh, tonight against Bassett Hound. I like Toronto and this pitcher to beat them tonight. It's amazing. The Yankees are going to get 40, maybe 40 home runs from Judge. He's like got 37, maybe a hood a few the next few days. 40 home runs, and he missed almost two months, and Cole's going to win the Cy Young, and they've absolutely sucked this year. Uh, that tells you all you need to know uh, about the Yankees' season. The Cubs, as we said, have to win tonight in Atlanta. Marcus Stroman takes on the Braves. The Braves are minus 145, plus a buck 20 for the Cubbies. The Braves, of course, have Smith Schwarer going for them. I don't care who's going for them. They're going to hit home runs. They're going to get that uh, four home runs they need, whether it's two tonight, three tonight, four tonight. Uh, they beat the Cubs again. The Cubs are in big trouble, mister. Uh, Dodgers and the Rockies in Colorado. Dodgers, of course, just getting themselves ready. They'll have a bye in the wild card round. They'll straight through to the division series. Yarborough and Flexen tonight. Dodgers minus 225. You know, they lost once to them, and then they said enough of this and started cranking out 11 runs yes. on them. I think they'll beat them again. <laughs> 
and finally, the game of the night. Uh, big four-game series starts in Seattle. Rangers and the Mariners. Mariners need every win they can get. What's eating Gilbert Grape goes for them. Jordan Montgomery for the Rangers as they can inch closer to the AL West crown. Minus 120 Seattle, even money Rangers, seven and a half. What do you think, Mike? Are you willing to take Gilbert Grape tonight after you watch yes. them implode and lose? They have to win. It's all on his shoulders. I think he can win tonight, but I don't think they're going to win that series. At best, I say they split and fall short. I think they're, I think they're going to split, and they're going to need the Diamondbacks to help them out this weekend or the Rays if Toronto loses tonight. They're going to need some help because a split is not going to get it done for them. They need to win minimum three out of four you know, to feel it's, like they got a shot on Sunday. It's like Houston when they take on these monsters like Seattle in, in series, they beat them. But then when they have to go play a good team in Arizona in the desert, I'll bet they F around with them and lose games to the D-backs when they shouldn't. I bet they do. That, so I think the D-backs will get in, no problem. And then uh, it's going to hurt everybody else. Houston's not going to roll over Arizona this weekend. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.